if you're focused and passionate and driven, um, you can achieve anything you want to achieve in life. Let's suppose that you were able every night to dream any dream you wanted to dream. And a lot of things that we want to do, a lot of places we would like to go, a lot of things we would like to experience. Here's how to really cash in on this year. Number one, get serious. Life is serious. That's basically it. Hello, welcome to Brett Talk, uh, the advice podcast where you can message me on Instagram at Brett uh, Talk Podcast, and I'll do anything from uh, what kind of screwdriver to use to robbing a bank and <laughs> like what kind of screwdrivers you need when you're in there. And I do this bit in front of most of my podcast episodes because I find it funny talking about it. But I'm here at Golden Ox Studio with producer Jeremy. How's it going? Good. Thank you for asking. No problem. Uh, it's your mom's birthday today. Uh, everyone wish her a happy birthday. It's listening in their car or treadmill. Because <laughs> I get why you'd want to listen to this like on a treadmill because you're like, I want to walk away from this guy as fast as possible, but you want to stay in your home. Because of COVID. Um, but moving on, I have a very special guest today, my bu- uh, good friend, comedian, and podcaster, uh, John Brown. How's it going? Not too bad. How you doing, Brett? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for uh, coming on. I know it's kind of a far drive from Cuyahoga Falls. Yeah, it's cool to come onto a podcast that I listen to, though. So Thanks. <laughs> That's how I felt about yours when I was on it. Thank you. Uh, you are in the brown petri dish. Yeah, we uh, we talk about comedy and the news and all that good stuff. If you're listening to this podcast, you should also listen to the brown petri dish. I agree, and vice versa. <laughs> uh, but today we're going to talk about buying a house because you recently just bought a house. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it's uh, it's something I think everybody should think about. I mean, if you uh, even if you don't think you might want to buy a house anytime soon, like it took me like seven years to get my credit where I needed it to be to buy a house. So definitely something that uh, and with that, like the the credit karma app is the easiest way to go with that. Oh, really? Yeah. What his? I don't know what the credit karma app is. It's it's an app that uh, you sign up for. It's free. Um, and uh, tracks your credit. It like tells you any like outstanding balances you have. It it uh, keeps track of your payments, like if you're on time or whatnot. And then it like has a feature on it where you can like simulate, like if you pay uh, a certain amount on a certain credit card or whatever, what that'll bump your credit score up to. So it's kind of like a, I don't know, like an encouraging thing to build your credit score up. That's cool. Yeah. Cool. It reminds me of like Experian because it's a company and it's like free. And then if you pay like your Verizon bill or like Hulu for so often or a gas bill, it will report only the good things to the credit bureau. Yeah, yeah. So it's like that. Yeah, yeah. And that's the other thing. Like the the best thing to do to build your credit up, I think, is getting first step. I think is buying a car. I mean, that's that's what I did. I leased first and then I bought it out for my lease and. 
that bumped my credit up a lot. And then just paying your bills on time for five to seven years, it takes a while, you uh-huh. know. I've I've dug myself in a hole, just a little one now. <laughs> yeah, I was in a pretty big hole. When I was like 18, 18, 20 years old, I used to just get credit cards and yeah. max them out and just not pay on them at all. Just <laughs> like five different, all those, uh, when you go to college, they have all those little credit card stands and whatnot where you get like a free shirt or something <laughs> to get a credit card. Yeah. You get it and then you just like, Go to the movies every day or something stupid. You can't buy drugs with it because it's a credit card. Yeah. So you got to find stuff you wouldn't normally be spending money on. I I had a credit card and I only had a two hundred fifty dollar limit, and I maxed it out. And I I just didn't really pay the bill because I was irresponsible. But to like, but in my head, I was trying to tell myself I was responsible. I was like, "Come on, Brett." You used half of that to pay your car insurance, <laughs> but I just didn't yeah. pay it. Yeah, it's it's a uh, it's a long journey buying a house. I mean, it's I wasn't gonna buy a house actually. I kind of fell into it. I uh, I was I had a roommate that was uh, kind of a shitty person to live with, uh. and uh, my parents were going to Florida in December of uh, 2019. They go for three months every year. I was gonna move in with them and find a place to rent by the time they got back from Florida. And then uh, COVID happened. So (laughs) you couldn't really find a place to rent at that time. And uh, my mom was like, why don't you just stay here and save up some money and buy a house? And it's one of the best and worst decisions I've ever made. (laughs) That's nice. Yeah. Can you tell the listeners, like, your address? (laughs) It's in Cuyahoga Falls. That's all you need to know. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, what made you uh, want uh, to choose Cuyahoga Falls? Um, it's I work in Kent, so uh, with doing comedy in Cleveland, like three or four nights a week, it's uh, it's like kind of kind of convenient. It's like fifteen minutes to work and like half an hour to forty five minutes, depending on where I'm going in Cleveland. So it's better than living in. Lakewood or something like that, and then driving forty five minutes to work every day. You know. Oh yeah, I've uh, I've driven pretty far. Like um, I lived in Lakewood to Fairlawn for work, but yeah, I felt like I got a new job a few weeks ago. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> what was it like? Did you go use a realtor? Yeah. So basically, uh, I I found a uh, realtor that was like a family friend. Um, and she basically like took me through all the steps of uh, basically find a realtor, and then uh, they'll they'll tell you to get a uh, to get pre-approved for a loan. You get pre-approved from a loan for a loan from like any number of different banks or whatnot, and then you can switch it up if you don't like the interest rate they give you. But uh, with the way the market is now, like you're you're basically with that company i was with ruoff mortgage and you're basically with that company for like an entire year it took me over a year to find a house so by that time you think it's kind of shitty to like switch up companies when they've been with you for a year you know it's it's uh but i got a good interest rate i mean it was it was fine but yeah the realtor just basically you could be your own realtor now it's just easier to not have to do the paperwork and Uh. shit because they all they do is send you emails with listings that you could find on websites by yourself 
But what's nice is whenever you send in an offer or something, you just tell your realtor what you want to offer, and they write up all the paperwork for it and everything. But which I put in probably 15 offers on different houses before I got one that was accepted. <laughs> the market's so crazy right now. Why do you think the market's so crazy? Um, it was a combination of COVID and um, them, like people, I think people like not wanting to show their houses. They figured they might as well wait. Um, and the tariffs on the tariffs on Canadian lumber actually played a big part into it because their the lumber went way up, so there weren't as many houses being built. So therefore, there wasn't just there wasn't as much inventory, basically. Uh, so usually, like when I first started looking for houses in Cuyahoga Falls, there would be like like it was March of 2020, <clears throat> there would be like 15 to 20 houses in my price range that popped up every week. And like by May of 2020, there would be like three a week. So it was like, it like died off pretty quick. And that just drove the prices up because there was so little inventory that people were bidding ten, twenty thousand dollars over asking price. And and eventually it just drove the asking prices up, but people were still bidding ten to twenty thousand dollars. If I would have bought my house five years ago, I would have paid like a hundred thousand for it and I paid one fifty. So I mean wow. it was it's a big difference. The the market sucks right now, but the interest rates are the other thing. That's why a lot of people want to buy. The interest rates are so low. Like my parents told me the entire time they've owned houses for 40 years and they've never had an interest rate below five. And I got like a 2.75 interest rate. So it's, it, I think it works out in the end with the extra money that you're paying on top of it. Is that because not many people are buying houses so they had to make the interest rate low to make it more enticing to get a loan? Um, the, the Fed lowered the interest rate because of the, because of the, um, the way that the, the interest rates, the way they work, are weird. So they they basically raise interest rates on uh, what they call overnight loans, which affects interest rates for houses, cars, everything. Um, I'm not an expert on it. Listen to listen to Planet Money if you want if you want to, if you want to know more about it. Um, but yeah, it's the interest rates are the reason why everybody wants to buy a house and why the market's so high. Do you think? I like watch like I was trying to watch like watch videos on budgeting like a year ago because that's like where I'm at in my life. It's just like 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 working on groceries and paying my gas bill and like rent. Um, but I found like all these like I got these ads and stuff. And these other videos came up for, like these financial people and stuff and like it's like very they're very like weird and they have this like very like weird like kind of like high energy like just save all your money for like five years and buy like a rental property. Um, but um, one of the guys was talking about how he thinks that um, every year for like the next 10 years that the housing market's just going to keep going higher. I mean, I hope so. <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, I don't, I don't plan on being in my house forever. So, I mean, I'm, I'm thinking like three or four years and then, putting some money into it and helping to make some money off of it. But yeah, I don't know. I don't see that it's slowing down anytime soon, but I mean, you never lose value on a house. Like it's, okay. I mean, unless you like let it go to shit, but 
as long as you're doing the upkeep on it and everything, you're all, your house is always going to gain in value. Like, I don't know, unless we go into another Great Depression or something, that's not going to happen. Yeah. I, I, I guess what happened, I don't know too much about it because I was, like, younger and I just didn't research. But, like, when the housing market crashed, I heard that, like, the government kind of put stuff in place to where that can't happen again. Well, yeah, they were giving banks were <laughs> banks were giving loans to people who just couldn't afford the loans. Like they were, um, I think it's called The Big Short. Is a really good movie on that. Um, yeah, it's 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 crazy. Like there were people, there were people that uh, were working jobs, like middle class jobs, buying three hundred thousand dollar homes out in Portage Lakes. Like it's, and they get foreclosed on because of course you can't afford a three hundred thousand dollar home when you're making fifty thousand dollars a year. I mean, it just doesn't. It just doesn't work. Weren't the loans too like they were like something like where like at the beginning it wasn't much, but then like like after a year or so that's when the bills actually became what they were. Like they were manageable at first. Yeah, they were they were high interest rates because they were people with bad credit, which just made the payments super high and they couldn't pay them. I mean, it's it's. They have they do have rules in place now where they can't where banks can't give out loans like that anymore. But it's I don't know I don't know why they ever allowed it in the first place. But <laughs> they've like a lot of they've allowed like a lot of stuff like you can't have like an actual like payday loan anymore. Did yeah. You, did you ever see a show <laughs> yeah. Dirty Money on Netflix? Yeah. Did you watch that payday loan episode? I did. Yeah, that was crazy. That guy became so rich off of like the, the payday loan business that he was able to hire people to become like a race car driver. Yeah. And I have a buddy that like, works for NASCAR and he was telling me that like literally if it wasn't for the sponsorships, NASCAR wouldn't be a thing because they're only running on borrowed money. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, have you ever done one of the payday loans? I I didn't do a payday loan, but I did like a like one of those like loans at like a a like um cash like a like a check cashing place. Yeah, it was like a total ripoff, but I just needed some like cash to get me through for a week. Isn't that a payday loan? Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was. <laughs> I, I did it even after I watched that Netflix thing. <laughs> well, yeah, they're not allowed to charge for the interest rates and stuff like they used to. Like, yeah, they, it was like a pyramid scheme basically with the interest rates, where you'd end up paying like eighty percent interest on on some of them. Well, this like one company too, like, like you'd borrow like seven hundred and fifty dollars, and then you'd pay it off ten paychecks or seventy five, and then they would auto draft. Like after you made all those payments, and you think you reached seven fifty, then they would like you'd get a call from your bank saying they just took out seven hundred fifty dollars because you had to pay it in full, and they would be like, no, you had to read the fine print. Those were um, fees for not paying it on time or in full. Yeah, yeah, it was nuts. Um, yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of hidden costs. It's not like that, but there's a lot of hidden costs in buying a house. Like the closing cost and whatnot, you used to be able to get your closing costs paid for when you're buying a house, and that doesn't happen anymore. It's just because the market's so high and the demand's so high. It's you you basically pay the closing costs, you pay all the 
all the fees and shit, and then you have to have your money for your for all of your like electric and gas and all that shit. So that's something to think about when you're buying a house is don't don't like put so much down where you're not gonna have the extra money to pay for everything else. Like it's that's something I had to watch. <clears throat> Especially for like a rainy day. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like your basement could flood. Yeah, I don't have a basement, oh. but <laughs> we'll be, we'll get you one. Yeah. Uh, for coming last uh, episode, that's I'm going to pay you. I'm going to dig you a basement. That'd be cool. I mean, you dig graves, so yeah, you probably true. dig a basement. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that logic makes any sense, but. <laughs> it's a hole. Yeah, it's a hole. It's just a lot bigger one. Yeah. You know? People will be living in it. Yeah. You build a hole for people that are alive. For yeah. Once, you know? Yeah. None of these stiffs. <laughs> Had it with them. <laughs> I dig them the hole. They don't even say thank you. <laughs> oh damn it! <laughs> you ever think about getting like a, a pool? Um, the, the, I think you have a. I think you have like a a lot bigger vision of my yard. Oh, uh, okay. Than, <laughs> than actual. Um, no, I actually have uh, I have a tree in my backyard that takes up like half of my backyard. Oh, okay. And uh, I want to build a garage, and I priced how much it was going to cost to get that tree cut down, and it's like six grand. Oh, so, really? Yeah. So I don't think I'm going to build a garage. It's not. You, you know who's like. You know Teddy Bruno just trees I, now. I know, yeah. Was he He's, the one that priced you? <laughs> no. No, he uh he keeps telling me he wants to come over and look at it. Um but I don't know. It's a risky job. I don't <laughs> I don't know if I <laughs> I I've seen pictures of like him like in trees that he showed me. He looks safe. Yeah. I can never do it because you have to like put like spikes on the end of your boots and like climb a tree. I I can't climb with shit. Yeah, he cut a uh, body of mine's trees down, and he uh, <laughs> he said he was telling them that uh, he's like I'm gonna cut this. He's like I'm gonna cut some branches off of this tree, and then I'm gonna swing over to this tree over here. And he was like, No, you're not. You're gonna, you're gonna get down and climb back up that tree. You're not swinging from tree to tree in my backyard. That's like, awesome. I just wonder. I don't know if like an independent like tree cutter like that. If if he's like insured, you know. I'll ask Teddy. I don't I, know if he is or not. I think he is. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I could only do it if like being like the bucket, like a cherry picker type thing. Like a. I couldn't even do that. I'm not. <laughs> I'm, I've always been scared of heights. That's why I love roller coasters because they scare the shit out of me. Oh really? Yeah. I don't like heights. No, no, I like heights. I don't like enclosed spaces. You dig graves for a living. <laughs> I know, but like, I'll be in a grave though. But like, I I feel safe because there's like an opening at the top. Yeah. Like I don't like elevators. At Do you all. actually have to go down in them when you're yeah. digging them? Yeah, I don't really dig them much, but um, I mostly I I'm on the burial crew. Oh, okay. So um, we like lowered the vaults in, and like I'll have to like jump down there to get like 
the chains out, but it's only like five feet deep. I thought it was six feet deep. No. Fucking liars. I know. I think it's just a <laughs> phrase that's stuck. <laughs> yeah. It. I mean, if it's like a, a cremation, it's only like two feet. Wait, they bury cremations? Yeah. Like a, most of the stuff there is actually cremations. Really? There's like 100,000 plots. Um, I thought when you get cremated, your family like takes you home with them. They can if they want. Well, they can bury you. Don't want to see you anymore. If they don't love you. <laughs> yeah. I'll say like headstones, like six different people's names on it for cremations. And I'm like, were you guys like on a budget or something? <laughs> I, budget headstones. Yeah. This one woman came today and asked us to help her with something because you can put like a bouquet holder. You can quest, request like a bouquet holder, put flowers in the ground. And she was asking us to fix it. And uh, I don't know. I felt bad for her. Like, she said that, like, her mom, dad, and son are all buried in the same plot. And she was like, I have, she's like, I had to get new knees. She was like, if I fall, I can't get up. And she said she fell down by her, like, parents' and son's grave and was trying to wave people down. And nobody helped her up for an hour and 45 minutes. Wow. They thought she was just waving goodbye to <clears throat> people until someone came over because she was on the ground. It would have been pretty poetic, though, if nobody ever helped her up and she just died there. I know. <laughs> so what is, a, what is a bouquet holder on the – what does it look like? Is it like a cup holder? Yeah, it just goes in the ground. You put, like, flowers in it. Oh, okay, so you don't put it, like, on the tombstone. No, like, in the ground in yeah. front. It's, like, nice because it's below away and stuff. I'm looking for somebody to install a cup holder at my seat for the Browns games. Oh, it's... really? <laughs> I could do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they only give me one cup holder. It's bullshit. Um, yeah, I don't know. But the uh, <laughs> We got really off track there. No, it's cool. We're having fun. <laughs> I like this. Um but yeah, man, any other questions about buying houses you were curious about? Hmm. That's who I wrote down. I was asking about the pool. <laughs> um, Did you write that down? Ask about a pool? Yeah. <laughs> How was the process uh, of applying for a loan? Um, applying for a loan was nothing. It was, it was, uh, I mean, it was, you have to get like, uh, I don't know. You have to get like your. I guess it was a lot. You have to. <laughs> you have to get like a, a year of bank statements. Like uh, I don't know. Like you have to get. You have to give them all of your stock and four hundred one k accounts and everything. Like basically any financial information you have, um, you have to give them that. And then I had actually uh, a small inheritance that my parents gave me for part of the down payment, and I had to like get like gift letters filled out by them to like show them where that money came from basically it's a big process and then the ending process like the paperwork you have to sign is ridiculous you don't read any of it uh, like it's, <laughs> packets. it's yeah you're supposed to they tell you to read all of it but then they like put it in front of you and tell you to sign it and then they just keep flipping through the papers and telling you to sign them so like i have no idea what's in my mortgage it's just, <laughs> it's probably very irresponsible. Can I tell you something irresponsible? 
When I put pool, I spelled it P U L L. That's that's why it took me a second to write it down because I had uh, <laughs> I misspelled it. <laughs> that's great. Thanks for coming on. That was a lot of good information about yeah, uh, buying a house and stuff. Uh, any closing remarks on it or anything? Um, yeah, just don't, uh, just don't do it until you know you're ready. Nice. <laughs> I mean, that's that's the big thing is uh, you don't have to buy a house, but it's a good idea. Yeah, it's a good investment. I actually have something to fall back on now. You know, it's cool. That's about it. Yeah. Uh, where can uh, everyone find you on social media? Um, you can follow me at John Brown Comedy on Twitter and Instagram. Nice. And uh, that's about it. I don't really do much on – I have a TikTok, but I don't use it. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, thanks for coming on. Don't forget to check out the Brown Petri dish. Uh, signing off. Thanks for having me on, buddy. Brown. Thank you for uh, listening to Brett Talk. Uh, give me a follow at Brett Thomas on Facebook and Brett Thomas 1896 on Instagram. Uh, please uh, leave a five-star review on anywhere you listen to this podcast. They all help. Thank you.